You're listening to a classic business podcast as heard on Classic 1027. 1027. Well, the big story today, uh, undoubtedly, uh, the uh, president's uh, reconstruction and recovery plan for the South African economy. It's a pleasure now to uh, get Labour's response with Tony Ehrenreich, Deputy Parliamentary Coordinator of uh, Kasatu. Tony, welcome to the show. Thank you. Good evening. Uh, Labour's response to the president's plan, uh, it was mentioned in the document that uh, it, it hinges on um, a macroeconomic uh, repurposing of expenditure. And if you look at uh, uh, the detail, there wasn't much detail, uh, but the, uh, the president's speech did outline the fact that there would be debt reduction and reprioritization and that we would uh, be um, repurposing or, or rechanneling funds into uh, strategic areas like infrastructure and uh, uh, poverty alleviation developing uh, an infrastructure for the fight against crime and corruption. There wasn't a mention of refunneling uh, funds to uh, to public sector workers. Well, firstly, Kusato welcomes the announcement by the President on economic recovery plan. We pleased that it was part of the discussion that had happened at NEDLAC because we think the only way forward in our country, given its huge differences and the huge levels of inequality is through a social partnership between the key players in society. And so NEDLAC's contribution to the president's address was quite significant. In that respect, we encouraged. We think that the extent of the infrastructure development plan that the president spoke about, that's close to one trillion rand, that that's a significant investment in what needs to be done in the economy because the challenges are immense and we need to make sure that we respond not only to the COVID challenges, but to the state of the economy before COVID had landed on our shores. So we certainly think we're in the right, in the right track. There's some things that we especially happy about. The fact that the president spoke strongly about the issues of corruption and said that they would not interfere in the SAU. We welcome the arrest, but we want to see those people implicated in corruption going to jail and their assets uh, attached and restored into the public purse so that it can make a contribution to addressing many of the issues. We like the issues around industrial strategy. We think we learned a lot about how we can reindustrialize the economy by making sure we promote localization by the experiences that were garnered around the PPE production. Remember, we had a huge deficit of PPE facilities just after the virus uh, landed in South Africa, but we were able to develop industrial capacity for overcoats, masks, sanitizers, and the ventilators. So that's the kind of thing, developing demand and making sure we, mm. we develop the industrial capacity to be able to serve that. So that's for us a realistic response to the economy. And now we've got to make sure that the industrial capacity is ramped up across the board, that we're creating employment, that we stop the, the bleeding of jobs and, and money and industrial capacity, and that we respond to the key priorities that the president had outlined. So we, we encouraged Tony, on on the other side, uh, when the president says in reducing government expenditure, uh, we're ensuring that funds are reprioritized towards poverty alleviation, infrastructure investment, support for economic development and fighting crime and corruption. That seems to be a forewarning that um, uh, money will be reprioritized, no new debt will be raised here, away from other areas um, of expenditure. And if you look at one of the biggest areas of expenditure, it's the public sector wage bill. What discussions have been had at NEDLAC about reducing the public sector wage bill? 
Well, within, within the public service, there's the public service bargaining council where they negotiate wages and other conditions of employment. They had been talking there since the announcement made that there was a tent by government to not uh, honor the wage agreement in respect of public servants. So that's an area of a lot of unhappiness. We think that for lower sections of the workforce that don't earn huge amounts of money, their money is spent on direct local economic activities, which has a huge stimulatory effect on the economy. So we're worried that by the government announcing steps like not honoring a wage bill, that sends a bad signal to the rest of the collective bargaining situation in South Africa. And collective bargaining is the one way in which we cut up the cake differently and start redistributing the incredible wealth that exists in certain sectors of society to build a more equal society. So there are some stuff that we're happy about. There are some stuff that clearly we're not happy about. But we think there is some time between now and the medium-term budget statement that we can engage government on the issues of the wage bill and the number of other announcements that were made. Mm. The 800,000 job opportunities, we welcome that. But we're scared that we might just see a replacement of permanent jobs with these temporary and often very, very jobs that are not very secure. Mm. So we want to make sure that we're putting in place work experience opportunities that give people experience and decent levels of income because that money is again as a huge stimulatory effect in the economy. So the president's right. It's about where we spend the money and how we spend the money so that we have maximum returns mm. into stimulating the economy because we're going to have to grow the economy on the base of domestic demand. There's mm. not a lot of international demand because of mm. all of the problems out of COVID and other things. And we've got to start crafting a uniquely South African and continental economic development plan. We think that this is a significant move in that direction and we hope to continue the discussion to ensure that the details which are essential to show implementation that that is done in the most appropriate mm. manner to get the results we need. And Tony, if you read uh, the Presidential Economic Advisory Council's uh, extensive over 100-page document of submission to the President, uh, the elephant in the room, according to all of those uh, esteemed economists, is the public sector wage bill. In that document, they say that if money were uh, reprioritized uh, to infrastructure, you would see a better return than, um, the, than you would by continuing to spend on uh, a bloated public sector wage bill. Uh, I hear your comments about um, the impact that that might have uh, in terms of spending in the economy if you reduce the size of the public service, uh, but the uh, the Presidential Economic Advisory Committee still reckons that the way to go about this is to tackle uh, the size of the public sector wage bill, to reduce that and to repurpose uh, uh, funds and uh, uh, put that into things like infrastructure and other areas as well. Uh, just as a last uh, comment, Tony, is there a showdown looming, but, uh, looming between Kasatu and government on this issue ahead of the mini-budget? I think there's a showdown looming if there's an attack on the public service wage agreement that's in place and that there's not a willingness to speak through it and how we can address it. There's no doubt that the public service wages at the moment is a big part of the budget. But likewise, is the budget deficit and the debt-to-GDP ratio all of those numbers will look much better if we can put in place measures that ensure that the economy start growing. So what we're effectively doing, we're cutting and we're reducing the economic prospect and the economy is going to grow less. We need to be counter-cyclical to invest more money into the areas that will lead to growth so that as a proportion of the budget, the public service wage bill, the debt to GDP ratio, those things come down in relation to a growing economy. So it's about what the focus and what the priorities are. 
We think this is a move in the right direction. It doesn't achieve all of the macroeconomic priorities that we think should have been focused on, but we think the discussion is one that's alive, and we're certainly going to be raising our perspective mm-hmm. in the continued engagement as to how we take this forward. Because public service pension funds are going to be a key vehicle for investment into the economy, whether it's through the PIC or through private pension funds. And you can't have your main partner in facilitating that being unhappy about the way in which you're driving economic development. So there's got to be more discussion about how do we ensure that the economy grows and that the public service wage bill in relation to the total budget, that that comes down, which is what the economists, the, the advisory council of the president wants to achieve, but they want to achieve that by reducing the actual wage bill. So there's more than one way to achieve the objectives that we agree with them has got to be achieved, but we think they're doing it in a way that's not going to address the systemic challenges in South Africa. Tony Ehrenreich, Deputy Parliamentary Coordinator of uh, Kasatu, uh, with uh, Kasatu's reaction to uh, the President's economic plan. A uh, very interesting uh, couple of weeks lie ahead.